Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Tuesday, June 23rd. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am here with my KBO partner in crime, Mr. Andrew Hansen. How are you today, Andrew? I'm doing great, Coach. I am really excited because we've been studying the weather reports for the KBO tonight. We are going to be all over this. This is going to be a fun strategy show, and we're going to give our listeners and members a big edge tonight. I love it. We are. We're excited about it. We, we've been dialing up the, the radar and checking it out, and uh, we think we may have a, a key edge for our uh, listeners and members, so we're excited about that. Uh, we're going to jump right into it, but real quickly, a uh, quick shout out to our two sponsors, MyBookie. Go to MyBookie.ag for all your sports and wagering and casino action uh, and get that exclusive offer only to Coach Talk members. 50% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 and a $25 free play. Can't beat it. And then TVG. We love TVG as well. That's where the world watches and wagers on horse racing. Uh, go to DFSCoachTalk.com for the exclusive offer of a risk-free $300 bet. So uh, put it in there, jump on it on TVG, and if it loses, they give you the $300 back. You can't beat it. So love those two. Go after them. And let's jump right in. We've got five games tonight in KBO. And as Andrew alluded to, you know, the big news really on this slate is the weather. And looking at the situation, just to give a quick overview of that, is the two games that have a, a pretty good chance to play are ones in the southern eastern part of South Korea. And that's the Hanwha Samsung game and the Kia Tigers and the Lodi Giants. Now, we feel pretty good about those. Right now, they're listed as a 28% and 26% rain chance, uh, you know, which still gives us a good feel. We have noticed, though, and we've mentioned it all year, KBO is extremely fast to cancel games uh, due to rain. They are not ones to delay it or play and hold it up. I may call games quick. I think they built in that one day off per week and the ability to do double headers with only, uh, you know, five uh, games each night. So, you know, it's they're they're much quicker to to, you know, uh, call the game. Now, the other three games uh, definitely are going to get some rain. So I I'm believing they're not going to play. But again, you know, it's weather and it's quite a ways off yet. Uh, and we're just, you know, making some presumptions. But the the Dinos KTW games, 80% chance of rain, and Doosan SK 79, and Kiwoom LG 81. So, you know, there hasn't been many games that have had over a 70% chance of rain this season that we've been covering KBO that have actually played. And so. What we're going to do uh, today is we're going to go through, but we're utilizing the strategy of focusing on those two games, the Samsung and Lotte game, uh, as the two games that are going to play, and we'll brush over the other three that we believe at this point are going to rain out. So again, you know, take it for what it's worth. We're going to give you the information based on what we would do now, and then the best way to solidify everything is Join us at DFS Coach Talk and jump in there with us live 30 minutes before lock as we are with all of the slates uh, that we do, KBO and all sports. And 
at that point, we'll know what's rained out, who's scratched. And it's an amazing edge. And I know that's why Andrew's jumping out of his chair here because, that's right. yeah, we feel, you know, if you can go against even 20% of the field that takes a couple zeros, it gives you a big, big edge. So we're excited to, to approach this. Uh, the lock tonight on all five games is 5.30 a.m. Eastern. So we will be, all of us, uh, probably Andrew, Shane, and I will be in there at 5 a.m. Eastern uh, with all of those final decisions. And we, you know, if all the games do happen to play, we're going to make some major changes. Uh, you know, again, we may have three, four, or all five games rain out. So uh, it's really key to be uh, up to speed with that. And there's no other way to do it than be in there live before lock because they'll, they're great about locking their lineups and getting them in 30 minutes before the game's, uh, you know, uh, first pitch. So that's where we stand, man. So we're going to hit it. We're going to go through like we normally do. We'll go in depth on these first two games and we'll uh, brush through the other three because right now we're not rostering anybody assuming uh, or presuming those games may rain out. First game, Hanwha Eagles 10 and 33 at the Samsung Lions 21 and 22. And if we look at the updated to the moment odds at mybookie.ag, we see that in that game, um, the Samsung Lions, have you looked at the Lions yet? No. All right. Take a guess. I think this is going to surprise you. Samsung at home against Hanwha. What do you think that? Samsung Samsung minus 180. That's a great guess. 208. I don't know if Samsung's been over a 200 favorite this year I, that I can remember. <laughs> but, Probably does. Uh, yeah, and it, it's also tied for the highest over-under. Uh, just like normal, we have two 10.5s and three 9.5s. It is a 10.5 over-under. Uh, you know, certainly both pitchers a little suspect here. But uh, a very key game for us. So let's have you break this one down, Andrew. Yeah, it is a very key game because, again, we are looking at this as a potential two-game slate. And with a two-game slate, your universe of pitchers is only four. So you really have to analyze these guys that you might not normally use. And it's a really interesting strategy. That's what's so fun about this because we've got two pitchers on DraftKings and one pitcher on FanDuel, obviously. And it's very different prices across the two sites, starting with the Samsung pitcher. He's $5,800 on DraftKings, but he's 29 on FanDuel. He's the most expensive pitcher on FanDuel because he's facing Hanwha. Yeah. So if you have some interest in him, he, he certainly makes a lot more sense on DraftKings tonight. I would he, say. Yeah, facing Hanwha. And uh, background on Hio here. This is the young lefty. He's 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 a small guy. He's not overpowering. He's usually throwing about 85 miles an hour, two-seam fastball. He will throw a four-seam fastball that will get up to about 88. Um, he's listed at 5'11", 198. I think he's smaller than that. So he's not going to overpower anybody. You know, he only has four strikeouts in 15 innings. Um, he's had two, uh, one solid start and two okay starts where five innings, three earned runs. But he's facing Hanwha tonight. So – in this potential small slate, I think he's worth considering on DraftKings uh, at 5,800 because you can get as many bats as you want um, if you're just rostering guys from these from these two games. 
if you are going to play a Hanwha bat, the two that I like the most are uh, Tai Kyun Kim. He's first base eligible at 3,800. He's the veteran. Uh, really slow start this year, but he's he's heating up a little bit. Uh, he just did a home run. And then the cleanup hitter, Jin Hang Cha, 3,700 outfielder. Uh, he's batting 294 now with three homers, nine RBI. He spent some time in the minors uh, when they, you know, sent 10 guys down at once. So he hasn't had a full season. Uh, those are the two bats I like the most on that side. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm with you here. I On DraftKings, Heo's going to be a, a strong play for me, uh, and normally he would not. I mean, he's he definitely struggles with walks. He's not, like you said, he's not overpowering, so he's not going to get you a bunch of strikeouts. But he does nibble. And let's face it, Hanwha's lineup is really pathetic. I mean, it's bad. So, you know, I, I'm going to stay away from their bats. And for me, it's going to be all, you know, the Heo and then the Samsung hitters. And the key, I think, that's, that may make this a real value play stack is there's a good chance Saladino does not play because he tweaked his back and only was uh, had two at-bats last night. Uh, and I know that very well because he took a big fat goose egg. But uh, the bottom line is, I think, uh, you know, you can take a look. Again, we're going to have to get confirmation on the lineup before lock. But, you know, we've we've keyed in on some guys we think are going to be that 3-4, type of area for them. Uh, one being Jaywoo Koo for sure. Uh, Wan Seok Lee. Uh, more than likely will be their cleanup hitter. Hawk Julie's a nice play too. Um, and their leadoff hitter, uh, Song Soo Kim. So, you know, I like the top five for Samsung in this matchup against Jang, who comes in with a big 6.99 ERA. Uh, and, you know, being the fact that we're building right now off of two games, you know, it's absolutely the Samsung pitcher and a Samsung stack, and a pretty heavy stack. And you'll see I have the same strategy in the next game as well, and it's doable. Uh, that's the nice part. We've been toying with it. You can flip a few of these guys around, but pricing does not become into play here because it's not like we're normally trying to stack Dinos and Doosan and all these guys. And, you know, we're assuming that some of these higher-priced pitchers uh, are also get uh, rained out. Um, but, you know, again, you've got Straley from Lotism, uh, you know, cheaper than, than some of the other guys. The, the pricing doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But, uh, you know, I feel good about Samsung today. I like them in this matchup. And I think if you're going to take Heo, the pitcher, uh, all season, this is probably the best chance he has to have a good outing. Yeah, and the other reason I like stacking the Samsung bats is Jang is giving up uh, 351 batting average to lefties and 308 to righties. So everybody's hitting him. And the four key guys you mentioned there, if Saladino is out, we have two lefties and two righties. So it's a really nice balanced stack, one through four, that all have a good chance to be successful against Jang, a guy whose ERA is almost seven and whip over two. Absolutely. And if for some reason Saldino's fine and does play, he's definitely playable. Yep. Uh, I just don't see it. Backs usually when you're pulled out of a game, 
very, very seldom do they play the next night. So I'm assuming, you know, we, we remember when Saladino missed some games earlier in the season, and it seemed as though they moved Koo into that three-hole, and him being a lefty against the righty Jang is, would make a lot of sense. Uh, and so, you know, Hawk Julie may get moved up as well. So we, we want to uh, solidify that, but I think, you know, stacking those guys is a great play. All right, right game on. two. The other game that's all, we believe and hope will play, it's the Kia Tigers at 23-19 and 19 against the Lotte Giants, 21-21. and 21. And uh, the my bookie line right now is Lotte Giants minus 188. Over, under, nine and a half. Give me the truth, Andrew. What do we got? Well, the truth is that the best pitcher on this mini slate, two-game potential slate, is Dan Straley for Lotte. The truth is also that his worst outing of the year was against Kia. Five innings, five earned runs, six hits. H. Cha took him deep. Tucker had a double. Jiwan Na had a double and two walks. So this is really interesting. Um, it's, you know, because he's the best pitcher out of these four on DraftKings, it seems like you probably want to play him. He's a lot safer than these other options, but it is the toughest matchup. So just bear that in mind. I mean, if you're going to make multiple lineups, I think you should make one where you stack Kia because they have the best bats out of this group of four teams. But uh, if you're only going to make one lineup, it's probably safest to put Straley in there. Um, you could even use one bat against him, like like Tucker, because you're going to have all the salary you'd ever want. But, um, you know, bottom line, I, I'll probably use him on DraftKings, even though I don't love the matchup. Um, so it's, uh, it's a tricky one. How about you? Well, you know, I... I... I think your contrarian play of, of playing Min Wu Lee from Kia and, and their bats, if it is a two-game slate, is definitely going to be a differentiator for you. It will be somewhat contrarian because Straley, uh, especially if, if there's rainouts, is going to be massively owned. So I like that strategy for a GPP play. But as you know, I'm, you know, I'm predominantly a cash player. And in a situation like this, I mean, I have to take Straley. I mean, even let's just say worst case scenario in my cash games, he gets hammered. Well, 80% of the other folks are probably going to be with me. And that, you know, that gives me a chance to take down some of those cash games still. Whereas in a GPP, that's going to knock you out. So again, it's the strategy aspect of things. So for me, it's just a no brainer. Straley's 100% lock and load on this theory of, of only two games of the five playing. And therefore, I'm also going to stack uh, the Lotte bats, which I think there's some fine bats in here. Uh, I particularly like the 2-3-4 the best. Uh, ha Siop San, Juwon Jian, and Deho Lee, those three are just, I think, lock and loads if we're doing the, the two-game stacks uh, for me with Samsung and Lotte. Uh, and I really, you know, I think Straley, He's, you know, when we reviewed things uh, this past week as far as hard hit balls, he was one of the 10 least hard hit against them. You know, he's done a good job keeping the ball down and not giving up a lot of homers. His, even though he's only one and two, he's got a nice 2.12 ERA 
and I think he's gotten better. Uh, I do know, you know, like you said, that's a great thing to bring up. Kia smacked him around last time pretty bad. So maybe they just have his number and they'll hit him again. But I think he's a better pitcher now than he was when he pitched against them the last time. He seems to have settled in a little bit. Uh, you know, I know he and his family were, and we talked about it multiple times through the year, but that first month of the season was was rough for some of the guys like Straley that he and family had to be in strict quarantine and all of that stuff. So, I'm, you know, that all being in consideration and the, the high ownership uh, piece, uh, I just, I think Loti and Straley are both, uh, Loti Bats and Straley are good plays. Yeah, and on that uh, on the Lote bat side of things, um, I want to mention that Min Woo Lee he also had a good outing against Lote earlier this season, but his last three outings have been bad. So I like how that trends for your Lote stack, which the the one that you broke down, I think is the way to go as that core two three four stack. I'd feel really solid about them as well. Outstanding. Um, all right, we're, we'll touch on these next three games, but just briefly, uh, again, we don't want to waste your time or ours, and we do want to give you a little feel for them in case uh, when we get into Discord uh, this evening, this morning, however you want to look at it, uh, in case we need to dial these up. So the, the third game is the NC Dinos 29-12 and 12 with the KT Wiz 18-24. and 24. Uh, my bookie right now has uh, the Dinos at a 200 minus 200 favorite on the road, and this is uh, another 10 and a half game on the over/under. So you know, interesting. What do you got here? Well, if this game plays, I'm going to get some Dinos bats for sure. The pitcher for KTW Min Soo Kim. By the way, it's not Min Kim. KTW had a pitcher pitch earlier this season named Min Kim. This is Min Soo Kim. But lefties are hitting 429 against him. Righties are hitting 375. So it's it's bombs away for the Good dinos. Lord. So we've got Sung Bum Na, 6,300, unfortunately coming off an offer, but he'll be he'd be in my pool. Jay Kang, still reasonably priced at 5,000. Jin Hyuk No back in the mix, paid off yesterday. His price is bumped up to 4,300, but he'd still be in play. And H. Quan is is still a nice value in this game, 2,900, hopefully in that five hole. So I'd be looking at all four of those bats. Yeah, anything on the KTW side hitting? Well, I'd probably stay away from this one in general. We got Mike Wright going for the Dinos. Uh, an ace throws hard. Um, Rojas got two hits against him earlier this year. Kang had a hit and a walk, you know, so those guys are just professional hitters. Uh, you could go there to get a little bit different, but uh, I would probably basically fade that matchup, uh, but I would have probably some exposure to Mike Wright um, as, as one of my pitchers on DraftKings. Yeah, and for me, again, I'll just touch on it. You know, if this game does play, I do like Wright, and I like the top three hitters in the Dinos lineup, Park, Lee, and Na, all lefties against uh, this bullpen uh, pitcher, uh, Min Soo Kim, who's not going to get too many guys out. So That's right. if that game does play, I think it's a nice Dinos game for sure. 
All right, game four, Doosan Bears 26 and 16 at the SK Wyverns 12 and 30. Not a good record. You've got Doosan only 153 favorite, so that's much lower than you would anticipate. Big 10 and a half over under in this one as well. So are you on Doosan if this game plays, and why are they not a bigger favorite? Well, this I'm not really on them tonight if they play. This pitcher, Jung-Hoon Park, is interesting. He's a side armor. He throws about 84, but to me it looks like it's about 94 on TV. It's like the most the fastest-looking 84 I've ever seen because it just has so much movement down and away from the lefties. Uh, he's just tough. And you see the strikeouts, 48 strikeouts in 45 innings. strikeouts, yeah. Um, and he pitched well against Doosan earlier. Um, so I'm looking at maybe a couple value bats. Jay Cha, of course, 2,300, nine-game hitting streak. Kay Herr, who was back in the lineup yesterday, he's the only guy who had hits against Park when they first met. He had a triple and a single. He's yeah. 2,200 at third base, so he's a nice value play. And, you know, maybe see Hook Park, our catcher, for 3,100 as a lefty. I think he'd have more success than others against uh, Park. But I, you know, I'm going to avoid the big expensive bats for Doosan. And on the other side, you know, I, I would in general like to attack Huey Kwan Yu with some right-handed bats. Um, but when they faced off earlier, he wouldn't go near Jung Chua or Romac. He walked Jung Chua three times. Three in wow. a row. And he walked Romack once, and other than that, he was 0 for 2. So I, I'm just going to stay away from the matchup. I'm not going to invest in those those bats if he's just going to walk them. Yeah, I mean, this I don't like this game at all. Rain or no rain, this is going to be a fade game for me. The line makes me nervous from Vegas. You know, when I feel a line is off like that, usually that means probably SK may win this game. Uh, you know, the SK pitcher... Definitely is a little scary, so that limits the deuce on bats. And, you know, it's hard to trust any of the SK uh, bats on a consistent basis, especially if they're going to get pitched around. Because really the bottom of their lineup, the last four, even five guys are pretty bad. And, you know, even if you hit them on a night where they do okay, the, the two, three, four hitters just don't get a lot of pitches to hit. So this this is really... Win, lose, or draw, a, uh, a fade game for me. So let's touch on game five. The Kiboom Heroes, 26 and 17. LG Twins, 25 and, and 17. So two records almost exactly the same. And it also gives you the LG Twins at a minus 151 number. Uh, the nine and a half is the, the uh, number here. So a lower, more expected pitching matchup here. Uh, at least from the Vegas side. So what do you have if this game does play? Are you leaning uh, any particular way? I think that price is a little bit high on LG. I I have some interest in this Kiwoom pitcher, lefty, going against the lefty bats of LG. They They don't do much damage against lefties, and he hasn't given up any home runs to lefties all season. So I'd be happy to fade Ramos uh, and H. Kim and, and company after another you know, poor game from Ramos last night. Uh, y. Park left the game with an injury, so there's another key bat that they might not have. I, I'd be much more interested in these Kiwoom bats, even though it is against Tyler Wilson. When, when they faced earlier this season, 
Dong Wan Park and Byung Ho Park did not play. Wow. And we know they're feeling good. They hit three home runs together last night. So I'd be more interested in uh, Ha Seung Kim, the expensive middle infielder, for 5000 Dong Wan Park, Byung Ho Park is too cheap. And Hai Sung Kim, the less expensive middle infielder, he's 2400 He went two for three against Tyler Wilson earlier this year, and he hits really well against righties. So um, I'd be much more interested in the Kiwoom bats in this one. Yeah, I mean, I don't like either one of these pitchers. I, I'm not a Tyler Wilson guy. I know, you know, he's he's been up and down. But, uh, you know, the bottom line is when a lefty pitches against LG, you got to at least look at him because LG is just dominant uh, with lefties. They, they generally bat six of their top seven hitters lefty, including the top five. And, you know, so they're more than likely going to be top heavy with lefties. Uh, but, you know, how do you trust Seong Ho Lee at 0-2 with a 5-0-5? You know, I wouldn't really suggest going there, but I'm not going Wilson either. So, uh, you know, I like with you, I also like some of those Kiwoon bats in the middle of the order. I think Jung Ho Lee and the two parks are both uh, playable, all three playable, I mean. And, uh, you know, if you go one off with LG, if you're not going to play that pitcher, I mean, you know, you can go down. This may be a spot where if you're looking cheap on your catcher to go with Kang Nam Yu, he, at least he's a righty. He has a, a few decent hits throughout the year, but nothing great. Um you know, Ramos has been ice cold, wouldn't spend the money there. Uh, maybe C. Lee could scrap out um, a hit or two and a run. But in, a, in general, I like uh, the, the Kiwoom bats in this game and neither pitcher. Uh, but I hope it rains out, to be honest with you. Me too. I hope all three of these games rain out and our members can really take advantage. So I, I invite everybody to come in if you're not uh, part of the family already. Jump on our monthly membership. That'll give you content all the way through August. And by content, I mean FanDuel lineup every night and a DraftKings player pool. Uh, Obviously, we're doing KBO six nights a week. We're doing PGA twice a week. Uh, But we're, like I said, I'm excited about this lineup uh, on both sites in KBO tonight. So I welcome everybody to come join. And, and when you join, remember, your membership is going to be frozen in, for another month. July 24th, when Major League Baseball comes back, is when the clock will start ticking again on memberships. So we have a full month, you know, where you sign up and, and it's just frozen uh, that you can take advantage and build your bankroll like we've been doing with KBO and PGA. So we're very excited about that. And I've been working all day on the podcast schedule now that we really have legit dates i can actually plug in start dates for major league baseball and uh the nfl and of course the nba and then we have pga playing throughout so we'll you know those are the four sports we're going to really focus on once major league baseball starts we'll shift from uh, kbo into the mlb but you know this next month is is key i mean we're you can take some great stuff down there's a lot of people that you know, aren't doing as much work as they could on on KBO and not getting up or not or sleeping through changing some lineups and doing some things. So why not take advantage of those edges for this month and build a good bankroll going into the major U.S. sports that are coming up? So 
you can follow us all on uh, YouTube where we have a litany of uh, uh, encyclopedia size form of, of uh, different podcasts that we've put in there for all of the sports. And we've done previews for baseball, basketball, and football already, which we'll be updating as those sports get closer. Uh, but listen in, you know, there's some great information there. Subscribe to us on YouTube, click the little alarm button so you know when we're posting and you can check these videos out every day. Hopefully you didn't watch yesterday when I had my hat backwards for losing a bet to Andrew and he gets a Millie maker. That's the last bet I'm losing to you this season. That's my prediction. <laughs> and then uh, also on Twitter and Instagram on Twitter, we're at DFS Coach Talk. I am at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. He is at Language Olympic, and Shane is at D-E-T Sports Shane, S-H-A-N-E. But you can follow all of us anytime, 24-7, at DFS Coach Talk. We're always putting stuff, uh, posting stuff there, information, thoughts, polls, you name it, we're putting it up there. And then, um, again, our sponsors, we appreciate them. They, uh, MyBookie.ag and TVG.com. Uh, fantastic places to go for, for wagering purposes. And then, um, you know, we ask that you rate, review, subscribe. That's the key. If you, if you, you know, click those buttons, help us grow our, our uh, listenership. And, you know, we would really appreciate that. So when you have a chance, subscribe or, uh, or rate uh, any of our uh, social media outlets, that would be fantastic. And uh, as we finish up, Today, as we do every day, uh, our, our charity of choice is mambaon3.org. That's M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org. Three spelled out. Uh, fantastic uh, charity set up uh, by the Bryant family. So that is it, man. We, we kept it fairly concise today. We're banking on some rainouts, which, you know, some people say, well, review all the games, and if they rain out, then eliminate them. Well, we're, we're going to to go the opposite approach a little bit. And it's the same scenario, just opposite. We're going to, we, you know, we're bringing forward what we feel is going to play. And then if things revert and we find out uh, in Discord, we'll be placing our full FanDuel adjusted lineups if games do play. And our player pool uh, will also include any games that play. But right now we're building that this is a two-game slate and just preparing like that, we think, is going to give us a huge edge. And uh, we like to take some chances out there. You can't win if you don't play, right, uh, Andrew? That's right. And as I mentioned to you off air, I've been looking forward to a slate like this where we can take advantage of the rainouts. And we're, going to, we're spending the vast majority of our time building that two-game slate lineup on each site. We have a backup lineup if all five games play. But we are going to be expecting a two-game slate. And we're going to have an edge because of it. Fantastic. And, you know, make sure to join in tomorrow. We have a doubleheader podcast on Wednesdays. Uh, Andrew and I will be doing our, our weekly uh, PGA podcast, The Travelers, uh, with a bunch of top names there. It's going to be fantastic. And then you'll have the KBO action tomorrow with Sugar Shane and Andrew covering that. So fun stuff, man. Lots of opportunities to make money. Everything's happening. We know when sports are coming back now. It just it it's starting to feel normal a little bit again. So it's all good stuff. But uh, 
appreciate uh, the effort today, Andrew, in in, uh, in following this weather with me and radar. We're, I think we got our meteorologist badge today for all that work. That's right. Hopefully we got ourselves the edge. It's going to really break the bank tonight. So awesome stuff. Uh, thank you again uh, for joining us. And, uh, you know, we hope you tune in again tomorrow to both podcasts. And uh, we will definitely see you then. So for Andrew Hansen, I am Coach. We'll catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in DFS.